Welcome to the podcast. Uh, today is a solo show. Just me. Um, should be fun. I, I enjoy these. It's been a while, like months since I've done uh, a solo show with y'all. So uh, this will be cool. And this is always the best time um, for for y'all to, to watch live and to interact and leave comments because... Um, I, because I'm lonely and I'm also needy. Um, so it's always better, uh, easier for me whenever I have uh, little little faces in the comments that I can be like, oh, hey, look, Belinda's in here. That's awesome. I can talk to her instead of just looking at myself like I'm talking into the mirror, um, but like a delayed mirror a few seconds. So that's that'll be fun. But um, yeah, today talking about um, how to have a positive mindset, a couple of positivity mindset hacks for y'all. Let's, uh, let's jump on in to today's episode. Also, if y'all have not uh, left a review for the podcast, highly, highly encourage you to do that. Um, it is, I, I know you hear this from all podcasters, all of the time because we're all pushing reviews. Um, but it is super helpful for um, our podcasts to continue. Um, it's it's easier to get um, you know maybe some bigger named uh, I was gonna say celebrities, uh, uh, not not celebrities, but um, you know some bigger name educators uh, to come on the podcast and talk. Uh, it's easier to get them if we have uh, more reviews and they can see that there is an audience um, enjoying the podcast. So if you have not left a review yet, um, it is super easy to do so. You can just open up that little purple icon on your iPhone, leave a review there. Spotify also has uh, reviews where you can leave some stars. Five stars would be amazing. Uh, if you don't like the show, four stars. Also good. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I would really appreciate that. I have let me, I know that there's a couple new reviews. Let me read one for y'all here. I just have to pull it up because I was not prepared. Uh, ba -ba -ba. Cool. Five stars. Candid and informative chats. Carolina says, John is such a good podcast host. His interviews are candid, but packed with information. It's like having coffee with a friend. That is awesome. Thank you so much, Carolina. Um, I, I, I love, I love the, the candid conversations. Um, I love that. I feel like you get to know our guests a little bit more than just like, Hey, what are these five steps to do this thing? Um, but you get to hear a little bit of their backstory, a little bit more of their personality and all of those things. Welcome to the light and dark photography podcast, where you can build your business, grow your community and have fun doing it. I am your host, John Mansfield. Every week we bring you real conversations with photographers and entrepreneurs to discover ways that you can take your business to the next level and serve your clients. Well, we record these live in our Facebook community so you can be part of the conversation. So grab a cup of coffee or a glass of whiskey and get ready for today's episode. And now that you've come back from leaving a review, again, thank you. We get into today's episode about positivity, mindset, some hacks to uh, kind of help yourself get into that positive mindset, because I know not everyone has a positive mindset. Um, 
in initially or just off the bat or whatever. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna start us off a little bit of a story. Right, it's about a bird and a couple of trees. Um, don't worry, it's not about a bird and a couple of bees. That is a completely different story. I'm sure your parents had that with you. We do not have to get into that today. Um, but this bird, um, so it it's a story about uh, this mama bird. She's flying around. I'm going to say she's a blue jay because I want to. Um, she's, uh, she's a blue jay just flying around trying to find a place to lay a couple eggs, nest down, you know, kind of settle down into, in, into uh, to mom life. And, and she flies up to this tree. It's a big tree, huge tree, lots of branches, lots of leaves, shade, coverage, all this stuff. She's like, this is going to be amazing. The leaves will shade us. We're not going to get super hot. So, you know, big tree. So probably very sturdy and, you know, it's going to be a great place for us. And she asked the tree because in the story, birds and trees can communicate to each other. Uh, they may, I know that trees can communicate with each other through like electricity and stuff through the roots and, and all that, um, which is fascinating. In this universe, um, the birds and trees communicate. And the bird, uh, mama bird flew over uh, to this big tree in the middle of a field and was just like, hey, I am looking for a place to nest down. I, I see your branches here. They look amazing. Can I build my nest here, raise my, my little chicklings, and, uh, and, and just kind of have your tree as my house? And the tree said, uh, no, sorry, um, can't do that. So Mama Bird was like, eh, okay, fine, and flew away looking for another tree. You know, it's a big field, not a lot of trees, a lot of grass not a lot of trees and um and finds this this other tree it's a little bit smaller not you know uh, probably not as sturdy maybe not as safe of a place but it's a good second option she's like i know i've got to find a place soon and um she flies up to the second tree asks the same things uh you know i need some branches some safety for my my future uh, chicklings, and um, can I build my nest in your tree? And the second tree is like, yeah, sure, go ahead. And she builds a nest, lays some eggs. They hatch their babies. She feeds them. I don't know things that you do with with baby chickens. Chickens. She was a blue jay earlier. Um, baby blue jays, chicks. Uh, little little chick. Are they, are those are birds called chicks? I know that chickens are called chicks. Um, but yeah, baby little blue jay chicks, and um, and everything's going well. It's going into uh, a new season, and it's rainy season. It just starts raining all over the place, and um, it's just like torrential downpour. Just rain all over and you know this little tree didn't have as much coverage so a lot of the uh a lot of the rain is just like hitting this nest and they're getting soaked but she looks over and sees that first tree that big tree with all the shade and it's starting to lean in the wind and that tree's roots were just not strong enough to hold it in with all the the wet ground and the water and it just boom timber falls over splashes in the the rushing water of the flood and um and the next day 
trees just laying there and some standing water. Blue Jay mom flies over and, and she's thinking like, this is karma. Like you told me no. And this is your karma. Like if you had told me yes, you'd probably still be standing. And, and then the tree is like, Hey, no, it's not karma. I knew that I was weak. I could feel that my roots were not secure. And it was just a matter of time before it was my time to fall over. So I told you no, because I didn't want to endanger you and your kids. And, you know, sometimes we see missed opportunities like, man, I wish I could have built my nest in that big tree. If only I had built my nest in that big tree, we wouldn't get be getting pummeled by the rain right now. We would be safe and secure, just a little bit wet, but not drenched. And we often look at missed opportunities or things in our pasts as, man, if only, or what if this happened? What if I had taken that job? What if, uh, what if I left my, my nine to five job a year earlier? Where would I be now? And, you know, a lot of times that's, um, it's kind of like a negative look. It's, it's saying where I am now is not as good as it could have been had this happened or had I done this. Um, you know, uh, recently I had authored uh, Fred Joyle on the podcast and we talked about um, overcoming um, timidness and, um, and being uh, kind of shy and, and becoming a bold, bold person, bold business owner. And you know, I used to look at my life and just be like, what if I was bold earlier? What if I had when I went to networking events, what if I had actually like talked to other people instead of just like, I'm going to hang out by the bar and get these free drinks and I'm going to go check out the charcuterie board. Jeez. Okay. Um, they're so popular. You think I would be able to say charcuterie, uh, easily, easily. Um, but you know, free food and drinks, that's really why I was going and, and maybe like connecting with one person. But I, I used to look at that and just be like, oh man, what if, what if I had met this person and then I was able to, to do this or, or you know, like, you're looking at um, like clients, like what if this client had booked with me? What if I, instead of fumbling over my words when I was trying to express to them the importance of these photos and why they're going to want this and why they'd want to work with me instead of fumbling over that, or maybe not having the confidence that I needed to, what if I did have that confidence that I would have booked that one? Like I, I was recently on a discovery call with a couple, I say recently, this was like maybe four or five months ago. And, uh, it was a couple, they were getting married in Tuscany, Italy, and they were talking about their wedding. And it's just sounds amazing. Sounds, uh, right up my alley, all this stuff. I've always wanted to go to Italy. I am of Italian heritage, um, which is why my hands are all over the place while I'm speaking. Uh, you know, I, I did, I ended up not booking that wedding. Um, they ended up going with someone else. I don't really know the reason why they did not give me that, uh, even though I did ask, but, um, but I could look at that and just be like, man, but what if, 
I had booked that destination wedding, been able to go out to, to Tuscany and take my wife and like enjoy this a vineyard um, venue that they were uh, going to have their elopement at. And, and I can, it's, it's very easy to get into that mindset of, man, what if, what if that had happened and I'd been able to do this, then, you know, life would be different. I'd be able to blog that, maybe get some other destination weddings and like be able to become a destination photographer instead of, you know, local to Texas. And it's easy to get into that mindset of, man, what if, but if you can change the what if to at least, it's like, hey, at least this couple found my website, contacted me, followed through to a discovery call and talked for like 30 minutes. Like at least we got that far in that lead. Like that's also building up my confidence in the questions that I ask during a discovery call and the follow-up questions and being engaged and helping with that practice because we all need practice for discovery calls. Um, especially those of you who are like myself, maybe not as, um, as extroverted or quick with, uh, with where you want to go next when you're speaking. Um, hence my long list of notes for today's episode. If we can reframe the what if, or man, if only this had happened, if only I had said this thing, then they probably would have booked with me. If only I had sent that follow-up email a day earlier, maybe I would be the one that they, they picked. Uh, if we can change the what if or the if only to at least, because if only focuses on the things that didn't happen the negativity, the if this had happened, but it didn't. So that's negative. And the, the at least uh, mindset, the at least uh, question, or I guess statement rather, is um, at least this happened. And you're focusing more on the positivity, you know, the silver lining of things. It's like, man, there is a thunderstorm, not going to be able to, you know, be outside or I have to reschedule this photo shoot, but at least it's going to bring some cooler weather. And, you know, focusing on that positivity. Um, You can't get into toxic positivity. Uh, That's not what we're talking about today. You know, I grew up in um, very uh, Southern evangelical home and community. And a lot of times, family or friends, you know, whenever they're going through difficulties, you know, a family member has, you know, cancer or a terminal illness or something like that. And you ask them genuinely, like, how are you doing? It was often uh, met with a more toxic uh, positivity of just, you know, we're blessed. And, you know, we can't complain about anything. It's like, yeah, you can complain. Like there's a difference between complaining um, and like feeling down and bad for yourself um, or just being real about where you are. It's okay to be in a hard time. It's okay. I mean, 
I had I had a friend just call me out of the blue a few months ago when I had just uh, like recovered from COVID and I had to miss uh, a wedding. I didn't miss a wedding, but I had one of my associates uh, take over for me, and like I I missed out personally on a lot of income over those like two to three weeks, and uh, and then our family was just you know battling colds and stuff uh, for the cold season, the, the joys of having kids and daycare. And, uh, and they had called like kind of toward the end of that. And we're still, still in it, still sick, still like headaches and all that. And I could have just been like, you know what? I'm blessed, man. Life is good. Um, but I was, I was real and I was honest and I was like, yeah, it's, it sucked. This has been a rough two months, like we, we need to get healthy and like my wife and I need a date night. We need to get away just ourselves. And, um, and that's, that's the kind of positivity, or I guess that, that doesn't, doesn't really sound that positive, but the, the, that toxic positivity that I'm talking about where you're just avoiding the bad and focusing on the good is not beneficial. Uh, cause the bad's not going anywhere when you do that. Hey, y'all, quick break to talk to you about one of the tools that has completely changed my business for the better, and that is my CRM, Tave. Tave is the most customizable studio management system for photographers. They have everything under one roof um, from embedded contact forms that auto-generate into new leads to income reports, lead source reports, profit and loss statements, very detailed revenue breakdowns, Anything that you want to keep up with your numbers, they've got reports for it. They have built-in contract templates, questionnaires for your clients, easy invoicing and quotes. It is so much. Um, they also, like my favorite part, they have these auto-populated tokens. So in emails, you can put client's first name or ceremony address or even specifics down to like maid of honors Instagram handle, and it'll auto-populate it so you don't have to figure out which spelling of Caitlin is correct for this bride. So go to lightdarkco.com slash Tave, and that's T-A-V-E, to double your 30-day trial to make it a 60-day trial. And you'd think maybe Tave is like 60 bucks a month or something from all those customizations. No. You can pay as little as 22 bucks a month, which is a lot less than a lot of other CRMs that I've used in the past that didn't do half of this stuff. So again, lightdarkco.com slash Tave, T-A-V-E. Check out Tave and let the power of customization grow your business. Um, Daniel Pink, uh, he's he's an author. He has... Uh, he wrote the book, uh, The Power of Regret. And in the, the book, The Power of Regret, um, he talks about this if only versus at least mindset. Um, and he, he calls them uh, counterfactuals, which is probably a you know, much more scientific term. Um, but counterfactuals are, um, they're, they're, they aren't facts. They're counterfactual. They're, they're made up stories that we tell ourselves, you know, if only this had happened, now I'm making up a story 
that this would have happened. You don't know that that would have happened. You know, if uh, like going back to that Tuscany couple, if only I had sent that uh, follow-up email a day before, they would have booked with me. I don't know that they would have. Um, you know, that that is a counterfactual. That's just a story that I'm making up. And um, there's, you know, those two different kinds, the if only and that the at least. And we can train our brains because some of us brains immediately go to the if only. Just they're, you know, usually on the negative side of, man, if only I'd done this, if only I had not gone to college and started my business earlier, I'd be further along. If only I had left my nine to five, or if only I had stayed at my nine to five and continued to build this business, it would be at a better place. Um, but those are counterfactuals. You don't know that those are facts. You don't know that that's how things would have turned out. Instead, you can train your brain. Uh, there's a, a system, I think I've talked about this on a previous episode too, um, called the reticular activating system. And it is part of your brain that filters how you see things. Um, it, uh, it pretty much like filters how you process data. And it can go either positive or negative. So the first reaction whenever you hear something um, whatever way that reticular activating system is switched is how you're going to react to it. You're going to either go with a, if only a negative uh, look at whatever the facts are, or you're going to go with a positive, well, at least this happened. You can train your brain to lean toward the positive. Um, and you know, a few ways that you can do that is um, by speaking it. You know, you may, you may think if only those, those thoughts may still come first. Um, you know, that, that often happens with me. I'm a generally uh, positive guy, uh, for the most part. And most of the time I lean toward, well, at least this happened. At least you got this out of it. At least this was able, you know, maybe not the outcome you were looking at, but could have been worse. And, um, you know, but a lot of times in my brain, the first thing that I go with is, man, if only this had happened, it could have been better. Uh, and then I have to tell myself, like, no, no, let's go with the at least we need to let's let's do a positive spin on this. We need we need to look at this with positivity, because looking at things with positivity is going to bring more joy, happiness into your life instead of always focusing on the negative things. Um, there's a. I guess, uh, I don't know what you would call her, uh, in, uh, influencer or a social media person. I don't know. Elise Myers. You've probably heard of her. You've probably seen one of her TikToks or reels or something where, um, you know, she's just speaking to the camera. She tells a lot of stories. They're usually entertaining. Um, she very much leans into her awkwardness, uh, which is very relatable, especially from me, because I'm also super awkward. She, she recently had a video where she was talking about how when she looks at photos of herself, her initial reaction is like, ew, like, I, don't, I don't like photos of myself. I don't look good. I look heavy. I look you know disheveled, whatever. Those are all things that I also think 
initially whenever I look at pictures of myself because I'm just like, yeah, I'm not where I want to be. And like, I don't have the fashion that I'd like, like, <laughs> um, I'm wearing a gray t-shirt right now. It's not very fashionable. Um, but she says that, um, that she has trained herself to say at least one positive thing about the photo. Even if it's really difficult to say a positive thing about herself, she will still find something, even if it's just, I like the shirt that I'm wearing. I like uh, the lighting in this photo. It's hitting me well. I like that I'm smiling at my kid in this photo, even though I think I look like a mess. I like that I'm smiling and you can see the joy that I'm having with my kids. I think that is so important and such a good, uh, a good practice, especially for photos of yourself. I know a lot of us, um, myself included, as I just, just mentioned, um, have difficulty uh, liking photos of yourself um, because we were often our most critical critics. Um, but I thought that was a great thing to do. Just look for one positive thing to say. And that can be the same with, um, with stories or with, um, you know, whenever you're hit with something, instead of going into the negative of, oh man, if only this, try and find one at least statement that you can say about whatever the problem is, whatever the situation is. And, you know, with, with that, like, it's really great to say out loud, um, you know, the people who set goals and write them down and speak them regularly for a while, I was like writing on the bathroom mirror with like an expo marker. And I would just like write some goals and some things, uh, some, uh, what's the word? It starts with an A it's affirmations. Um, thanks. Uh, but like I would write affirmations, uh, for myself to say, and I would read them like writing them down. You're definitely, uh, a, a higher chance of actually doing what it says. Um, just like, you know, that's why you should write down goals and all those things. Um, but if you actually say them, if we, with our kids, we have, uh, my wife started this. I think it's amazing. Um, that we go through their affirmations. Like we brush their teeth at night and then they go through their affirmations and they say, you know, I am strong. I am, you know, I am smart. I'm a kind person. I'm thoughtful. I, you know, play well with others, all of those things. And, uh, and then we can, we can speak into those as they are doing things that, uh, that counteract those you know, if they're not, if they're not treating uh, their sibling with kindness, we can be like, Hey, what are, what are you? You are a kind person. Is the thing you're doing right now kind? Is that you? That's not you. Let's do something that's kind. And um, it's really been super helpful. And that's something that we can do for ourselves is have those affirmations, have those things um, and, and speaking them and writing them down uh, people who do that, who set goals, speak them and, and write them down, they are 42% more likely to achieve them because they're becoming a thing. It's not just a, 
hey, man, I have a goal of hitting six figures. And then the next year comes around, you're like, well, I didn't hit it, but uh, this year, my goal is to hit six figures. But whenever you write it down and whenever you speak that often and uh, you start, you know, this is not a podcast. Uh, this is not an episode about goals. If you want that, you can go back to uh, the last one of uh, 2021 um, where I speak about goals and affirmations and speaking them into existence and all that kind of stuff. But those who speak positively are more likely to feel positive about themselves, more likely to feel positive about their circumstances. So speak positivity into your life. Look for at least one at least statement. If you can look for an at least statement in everything and look for the positivity, um, you're going to lean toward a more positive life, you're going to feel more positive and more uh, joy and happiness in your life. Um, a while back, like 50 episodes or so, um, I think it was actually episode 70. I should probably look that up. But uh, Sean Austin, um, who is the, um, uh, the CEO of uh, Kiss Books, he uh, was on the podcast and we were talking about um, becoming the next generation. And he talks about how he reframes um, having to do something into getting to do something. Because a lot of times it's like, oh yeah, I have to take my kid to basketball practice on Friday. So I can't do this. Um, and I have to do this feels more like an obligation, more like, I don't really want to be there, but I have to take him. He's playing basketball, so I got, got to do this. And um, and then if you reframe that into you get to do this, it's like, yeah, I get to take him to basketball practice. I could be doing other things. I could be busy with work to where I'm unable to take him, but I get to do this. And if you can reframe just those, just switching that one word in your like to-do list to be a get-to-do list, um, it's just going to bring a lot more positivity. It's it's something that I have been working on since talking to Sean last year um, and really trying to reshape what I'm doing into like positivity of, I get to do this. I get to show up. You know, this is a lot to put together a podcast that I don't get paid for. And it takes a lot of my time and, um, and, and I love it. I do. But some days it's just like, man, I gotta like today or not today. Uh, this, this was actually pretty easy to put together, but sometimes whenever I'm doing like solo shows, I'm like, Oh, I gotta come out with this outline. I have to figure out what I'm going to talk about. I have to like set all this together. And what if no one comments on the thing and I'm just there by myself, um, which Roy, thank you so much for commenting, um, and sharing with Alex today. But, um, but the, uh, the have to do, I'm trying to reframe to get to do, like I get to show up for you guys. I get to be in here. Thanks, Belinda. I'm glad that I do it too. Um, and, and I'm glad to, to see y'all in here. Um, and, and like the things that maybe you struggle with having to go do, it's like, oh, I have to go do this for the business or I have to 
go to the grocery store again for the third time this week because we keep forgetting peanut butter. Um, true, true story. Uh, but like I have, instead of, I have to, it's like, Hey, I get to go do this. We have a grocery store. We could literally walk to a lot of people don't have that. We have money that I can go buy peanut butter. That is a luxury for some people. Like I get to do these things. I get to provide this for my family. I get to work. I get to cull through weddings till one in the morning uh, to hit delivery dates. I get to do these things. And um, yeah, it's just, it's a better way of reshaping things. And, and I hope that that's helpful. I hope, uh, you know, reshaping from having to do things to getting to do things, having the, uh, you know, reshaping from if only this had happened to at least this happened or at least this didn't happen. Um, I hope those are good, helpful positivity mindset hacks uh, for y'all um, that that you can go out and be a happier person, a more positive person in the world, um, you know, share that with others. Because I know for me, whenever I'm not feeling joyful, if someone smiles at me, I'm just like, yeah, yeah, cool. And I smile back and then I feel better. Um, but anyway, that's today's episode. Um, thanks for stopping by. Thanks for hanging out with me. I don't have any other um, uh, podcasts, events set just yet in the Facebook group, but I am starting to do that. So if you go to the events tab in this group, um, you'll be able to see all the upcoming podcast episodes and you can actually like say hey i'm gonna go to this and then facebook will remind you you have an event today at 10 a.m or whatever um and then you can you can join me for the next podcast episode i know that i have another one in, uh, next week um so that will be in the facebook group soon um also for those of you listening on spotify apple wherever you listen to things um oh belinda thank you so much for reminding me what i'm loving this week um yeah okay so sorry <laughs> sidetracked um wherever you're listening to this if you are not part of the facebook community i highly encourage you to join it is a bunch of great people uh hundreds of amazing photographers uh and uh i'm trying to post in here more often um that is, is one of my goals to be in here more for y'all and uh, starting to do more uh, like website critiques, portfolio critiques, uh, just, you know, hang on Zoom and just get to chat business and photography and, you know, encourage each other with, uh, with fun things that we have coming up um, and all that. What am I loving this week? Oh, and by the way, you can find that by just searching on Facebook light and dark photography podcast group that'll pop up or you can go to lightdarkco.com slash join fb and then i have links right in there um what am i loving this week belinda thank you for asking um this week i am loving uh sporting events uh been able to go to a couple recently it is baseball season for sure right now and um we were able to acquire some some tickets to uh, a local college baseball game, and it was a lot of fun. We went out there, took the kids, got to sit in like the grassy uh, outfield area, 
And uh, yeah, it was just fun being there, you know, eating some popcorn, watching a game, um, you know, feeling it, it felt very nostalgic because, you know, I used to go to a lot of baseball games uh, when I had first moved to Austin 10 12 years ago. Um, but yeah, it was good. It was fun. It's, it's fun. Um, yeah, I'm not a big baseball person, but I enjoy like any in-person sporting event. I'm not huge into hockey. I love watching hockey in person, not huge into baseball, love watching baseball in person, um, basketball, football, like any, I will go to a lacrosse. I've never, I've, I've never actually been to a live lacrosse, um, match game sure uh but maybe that'll be my next thing uh but yeah i'm loving that this week um it's it's good uh it's good time it's a lot of fun it's fairly inexpensive evening outing um and it's cool uh for the kids i brought my um what is it uh i i brought my uh my 35 millimeter uh, film camera with me and just shot 36 frames of uh baseball and uh taking taking some some cool like you know retro looking uh i think i was shooting on some uh some triax uh 400 uh black and white film so should look uh kind of old school um but shooting the baseball game you know shooting the kids playing around running watching the game waiting for that pop fly foul ball to come over so they can catch it and take it home. Um, but, uh, but yeah, uh, I've been enjoying that. So uh, yeah, Belinda, thanks for, thanks for asking. Hashtag go reds. Um, oh, red. Is that red Sox? I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know baseball much. Um, <laughs> I'm not inside baseball, but, uh, but yeah, well, thanks so much for joining me today. Um, like I said, uh, going to be having uh, at least one podcast recording a week from, from here on out. It's been a lot of fun getting to talk to some of the, uh, photographers and authors and excuse me, and, uh, business people that I have looked up two for years and admired their work. Um, and it's been great to be able to have them on here and have like one-on-one -on -one conversations with them and be able to bring in your comments to where you're getting to literally ask them questions, uh, for the podcast. So that's been really cool. Um, I also quick note on this. I also want this podcast, not to just be like bringing in bigger name people for you to just be like, Oh, learn from, learn from all their stuff. I also want this to be like a, a platform, a springboard for, um, for newer educators, people who are wanting to get into maybe starting your own podcast, maybe speaking at conferences or creating your own course or, you know, PDF or webinar or something like that. If you um, if you know someone, if you are that someone and you're like, yeah, that's, I've been really wanting to do that. I don't know how to pitch myself for getting on a podcast. Um, shoot me a DM, lightdartco on Instagram. Um, I'd love to chat with you, see what topic you want to bring, um, all that kind of stuff. Because uh, I, I want this to be able to, to lift up the whole uh, education speaker, uh, educator 
um, field and, uh, and not just have the same old people that you see on other podcasts too. Um, I want this to be, uh, you know, rising boats lift their anchors, um, that you can quote me on that. (laughs) Um, but yeah, if that's, if that's you, um, if, if you, if that's you or you know someone who is wanting to get into the educational side of teaching um, business, marketing, photography, that kind of stuff, uh, just shoot me a DM or you can email uh, lightdarkworkshop at gmail.com because uh, that's what this started as was a workshop and then turned into a podcast. Well, thanks for listening today. I hope that you were able to get some great uh, productivity mindset hacks out of this talk. Um, and I hope that uh, really just works for you uh, to give you a more positive outlook on life and, and, uh, and just everything in general. Um, as always, you can find all the show notes, links, all, all the notes for today's episode in the show notes. There it is um, at lightdarkco.com slash podcast slash oh i should have looked at what number this is this is the bad thing about doing solo shows i don't even know what number this is hold on just a second just a minute um oh boy i opened too many things okay uh, episode 118 of course uh so lightdarkco.com slash podcast slash 118 this podcast was recorded in front of a live Facebook audience. Join us for the next live episode by joining the Light and Dark Photography podcast group on Facebook. This episode was edited by me, John Mansfield, and our theme song is by the talented John Isaac. All the ads in today's podcast are affiliate partnerships. That means you get a great deal while we get a little bit of a kickback. It's a great way to support this podcast, which is very free and, and, and straight to you. These podcasts are going straight to you. Um, I'm not getting paid for any of these. So this is a great way to support the podcast and keep this going. Um, You can follow the show on Instagram at lightsdarkco. You can find me and my photography at allheartphoto. Subscribe to the show if you like it. Please leave a review if you love it. And share it with your friends if you want more community. I would love to see your friends in the light and dark facebook group uh just in that community i would love to see them in there as well until next week i'll see you in that facebook group bye